We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are breaking down all aspects of Yankee baseball. This is the Bronx Pinstripe Show with your hosts, Andrew Rotondi and Scott Reinen. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. 17 team strikeouts out of 27 outs, Scott. That's a lot of strikeouts. We're... 18 of those 17 strikeouts on a curveball? I think they were. <laughs> I believe they were. This was like deja vu all over again to the 2017 ALCS where all Lance McCullers did was throw curveball after curveball and the Yankees couldn't hit it. Um, I mean, Carpenter in his last at-bat in the eighth inning saw all curveballs. And I mean, it's tough to get on Carpenter necessarily. He's had six at-bats since August 2nd. Uh, but it looks like a guy who's had six at-bats since August 2nd. And now six strikeouts and six at bats for him in the playoffs. So it's just yeah, it's. I said this to be fair that the the last Verlander at bat was uh, two horseshit strikes at the to to uh, yeah. to close out. I mean the, the umpire was a joke tonight. I mean uh, I'm not I'm not about to sit here and complain about the umpire saying that's the reason they lost the game. Um, I said this on I know we were just talking before we went live, but like <clears throat> you were like, oh, this was this is house money anyway because they're coming off no rest there you got tyon versus verlander you only need to steal one game in houston so you can go home and and take command of the series like i get all that and i acknowledge all that like losing this game does not lose them the series anyone thinking that you know get a fucking grip the problem won their verlander start that's what's supposed to happen the frustrating thing about tonight is this was a winnable game verlander was not sharp early the yankees wasted many opportunities they you can't ask for much more out of tyon like he wasn't great. He gave up a lot of hard hits. He only got four swings and misses. I think he avoided danger time and time again, but ultimately he only gave up one run. You can't really ask for much more there two times through the order. And this was a tie game in the middle innings. And it was just completely mishandled after Tyon or really sending Tyon back out 
uh, for the fifth inning. But from then on out, just the game was completely mishandled. Aided by 17 strikeouts, can't touch a curveball. Can't touch a curveball. That's definitely one of the big themes of the night. I mean, those, there's a there, good curveballs. I will say Verlander's Verlander was spinning that thing. He looked his curveball looked really good. It, it did. I mean, he couldn't locate his fastball early, and, but but his breaking stuff, I thought looked really good. Um, and then and then he started getting some uh, some some good calls on the fastball, and and it was curtains from there because he really didn't give really many opportunities after that. But yeah. The curveball uh, was 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 tough. Presley Presley threw some very good ones at the end of the at the end of the game as well. Um, but yeah, they had a uh, it, it, it's a tale of two teams: one that swings and misses a lot, one that swings and misses not very often. You know, th- that's this is uh, I was it's funny because I was looking back today or last night. I got caught at like uh, twelve thirty, and I kept watching. I was I was. Uh, I, I ran into, I don't even mean to, but I ran into our podcast with um, Blum and the Houston Astros to, to uh, Blum and uh, uh, Tuttle. And and uh, uh, Jeff Blum is a color commentator for the Astros. And we were talking about this early in the year uh, about the difference in the teams and, and how you know, a lot of these, 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 uh, deep playoff teams just don't swing and miss a lot. They just, they, they go back to ball. They can get on base. They force you to make a play. And, and that is, that is the big contrast in what we saw today. Yeah. The, the Astros were the second least strikeout team in the majors. And I think the guardians were the first. Uh, so, I mean, the Yankees are going to go through, have to go, hopefully go through two teams that don't strike out and, and they strike out a lot. Like they struck out twice tonight. Twice, Altuve once and Alvarez once. Yeah. To, yeah. So look at that discrepancy. Seventeen to two. <laughs> that's pretty. Seventeen that's, to two. Yeah. That's that's large. That is that is very large. What was that a four to two game? It's like okay, seventeen to two strikeout wise. Yet, basically, all the runs were still on solo home runs. The the Astros got one of their runs on the double by Maldonado. Like again, like what 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 are we doing letting the eight, nine hitters beat us? But they 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 beat Tyon, they beat Clark Schmidt tonight. But almost all of the runs scored tonight for both teams, solo home runs. Pretty much all the runs scored in the postseason, home runs. And a lot of them solo home runs, because no one can fucking get on base. So you can strike out 17 times, you can strike out two times. Did you hit one more home run than the other team? Because that's how you're gonna win. I mean, that's the way the, the that's 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 the Yankees case, no doubt. That is definitely the Yankees case. That's literally uh, Sweeney Moody just tweeted it. So the Yankees were 0 for 4 with runnings in scoring position. They stranded seven runnings. The Astros were 0 for 4 with runnings in scoring position. They stranded seven runnings. The Astros had five walks. The Yankees had two. But the Astros hit three home runs and the Yankees hit two. And that's yeah. the difference in the game right there. It almost, like, I mean, I'm, I'm, the strikeouts are not okay, but it it's really a moot point. It didn't make a difference. Yeah. It didn't make a difference because what, what does it matter if you ground out to third or you strike out? It's an, an out is an out. Like I understand in certain situations it can be detrimental, um, but but yeah, I'll, keep saying but, that. We'll see. We'll see how that works the rest of the series. No, let's I, come back. Let's, I don't. Let's circle 100%. back to that because it's going to kick us. It's, it's, it's going to bite us in the ass. It's absolutely going to. But the, but even the though law the of Yankees, averages is going to come back at some point in a seven game series like that, and you're going to see a two out hit. And of course, you know, one team didn't get it, the or, other team's not. Or the Astros will put bat on ball to get a sack fly or move a runner. Yeah. Something will happen that like ends Donald up scoring a run. That spot. 
exactly. Like Donaldson's up with second and third and one out, and he whiffs just an absolutely horrendous at bat. Like he pulled the Todd Frazier. He's he's swinging at a curveball after Maldonado's caught it and ready to throw it back to Verlander. He's taking a hack at it. I mean, Josh Donaldson just looked very bad. He looks very bad at the plate today. The only the only time he looked decent was that last at bat where he worked a walk, um, and and fought a what was it a changeup that in a fastball counter it was a breaking ball of some sort where he fouled it off to extend the at bat and and get uh and work the walk so that was it that was really it he looked terrible overmatched this this was teed up for the yankees they're making verlander work early he's at like 80 pitches through four innings and then he just started to cruise strike out strike out strike out just i think 10 in a row whatever it was it was just he became unhittable which is what justin verlander does but I still come back to it's a one-to-one game and Tyon had just completed his second time through the order. He had only got four swings and misses the entire time. Okay. So I thought his day was done. I don't know who they were going to go to, whether you're going to go to Domingo Herman, which I don't know. Where is he? Like, do, did he fly? Non-existent on the roster. Non-existent. And he said he's there to quote unquote provide length and he is healthy. So do as you will. Okay. So, provide length not so they're not using them in a if it was the third inning they would have used them but not in the fifth inning okay that's their plan whatever so they uh they bring tyon back out he gives up the one out double to pena and then you go to clark schmidt i mean obviously like i freaked out at the time i'm like you're bringing clark schmidt to face your on alvarez and they just immediately walked him to to set up a double play and ended up uh having a good at getting a double play Good at yeah. bat to Bregman, but then he got he got Tucker to ground into a double play. I didn't necessarily agree with how it went down because I would have either just started Trevino in the inning or started Clark Schmidt in the inning or just you know don't no reason to start Ty on there and go batter to batter. Well, yeah, I mean you you hate you hate not having clean innings, so that's the, that's a when you're dealing a, with mediocre pitchers, I really hate not having clean innings. Yeah, <laughs> okay. It was like so though, that the Yankees like put their relievers into. Um, I don't have the stats off my head, top of my head, but that they put their uh, relievers into like dirty innings, I guess would be the opposite of a clean inning, Messy. more often than any any other inning. team in baseball. And the Astros do that the least out of any team in baseball. They love to have their guys have clean innings. They have guys seven, eight, nine. Follow up question: Who has the best bullpen ERA in baseball? Oh, that would Houston be the Houston Astros. Astros. Yeah, no, I I understand. I I understand. It's it's Boone does it time and time again, time and time again. He tries to get that extra little bit, but tries to get that extra out. little bit. It worked out. It did work out. It was Clark, a whole of a. It was a a good pitch and a and a and a a good turn. It was perfect. Clark Schmidt overcame his manager in that situation and got the double play ball. Then he comes back out for the next inning. Unnecessary when you have Trevino, who's a much better. Short inning, high leverage, situational guy. Yes. Then, then um, Clark Schmidt Clark is Schmidt. ready to go, and Clark Schmidt gives up the two home runs. I know Clark Schmidt had been really good against righties all season, and he gave up two home runs to righties. He was facing right-handed batters, but this is the ALCS, and it's the Houston Astros. Where were they? Really uh, who who were the home runs? Remind me again. Where was that in the order? Was at the bottom it of the was, order? Uh, yeah, it was Guriel. Guriel, who was at six. And, and Chaz, Mac, Chaz, Michael, okay. Michaels. I mean, I'm not calling six bottom of the order, but the McCoy Mac. <laughs> he's the signing fielding. 
So he yeah, okay. So he was you the sixth and eighth hitter. Is this a situation that Boone's like bottom of the order, good against righties, gonna get gonna 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 stretch Let's this one? Let's steal some outs. Let's but is steal that, some outs. Is that, in the is that of a tie game then, in ALCS game one? Is that terrible because of the righty situation? Because of the the splits at at that point with the bottom of the order. It's On not paper. it's not egregious, but it's also not <laughs> it's not the optimal play, and the optimal play was right there for them. Trevino did not pitch yesterday. He right, and he, he pitched anyway. So that's that's the thing that pisses me off is that he, he did came pitch. in right after that. Yeah. If he didn't pitch. If he didn't pitch and you went right to Miguel Castro and then Castro went two innings and we're like, okay, I know what's happening here. We we all see what's going on here. But they did use Trevino. So at that point, why not flip them? I, I'm with you on that. They had a plan. They weren't using they weren't gonna use their big guys. And if like no. I could see them being like, you know, we have a lead, you know, maybe we get, you know, Trevino's like I, I, I you know, he's either gonna be used to get out of a jam or you know, maybe if there's a save op, maybe they use Louisa good for the one inning save, but like weren't gonna use Wandy. You know, weren't going to overextend the wise good. They were short down there, so it's like, all right, I like if they like if they overperformed, yeah, if they overperformed, if they if they if they came at, came out and and played out of their minds with those players and they stole one, then that's what they were. Then that was just going to happen. They weren't going to position themselves to win it. You know, shake your head all you want. That's what was happening, right? Like that's that's I what know. was happening. We all acknowledge that. Then, so you, tomorrow, you don't think that's frustrating. It is I, frustrating. I understand. But I also understand. But I also understand. Hold on a second. I understand that tomorrow, uh, of these two games in Houston, you you absolutely have the best opportunity to win with Severino on the mound, and um and a a bullpen that's more rested with a day off in in front of you, going going home. Because yes. if you if you steal one game in Houston, one like that's look macro here. Yep. That's you steal you one game in Houston. You have Cole and Nestor lined up for for at home. You're in a good spot, in a very yep. good spot. You are. So, but the frustrating point about today is that they were in the game, which, yes. which is ironic. That's it's ironic. Thing. It's ironic. But they were in the game uh, on a Verlander start in the sixth inning. If it's a four to nothing game or a four run game in the middle innings, yeah, use all your trash relievers you want. Have Frankie Montas go out there and pitch a hundred pitches for all I care. Okay, but that's not the situation. It was a tie game in ALCS game one. I understand that you only need to get all the things you just said are true. But that kind of goes out the window when you're in a tie game of ALCS game one and it's the sixth inning, doesn't it? Don't you try and win gonna, that game? What happens yeah, if you, but, what happens if Luis Severino gives up six runs in the first inning tomorrow? Or for sure. if you look give if you score six runs in the first inning tomorrow. Oh, I was saying they're all our big relievers and don't need them. Yeah. You don't just for you don't you don't play for tomorrow in the postseason. I understand what you're saying. Um, for to, I'll play devil's advocate just to have a conversation about it, okay? Because if you if you are to go now one one game and you start you bring in Loisaga, he throws an inning and a half, whatever. Then you you're you're going in with um, uh, another another high level Wandy. You're using Wandy for which wouldn't have happened, but let's just say you do, and and then and then you lose it in the ninth or tenth inning. And now you're going into Severino and you don't have your best opportunity now because your relievers are burned. And what could have been your best opportunity with Severino and a deep bullpen after that of your top guys, you don't have because you blew it in that first game against Justin Verlander, which was, you know, Chalk was going to lose that game anyway. So, so you're playing look, not I, to lose. I'm trying to play to win. No, they're playing to they're 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 playing to like if a guy this is what I this is what happened. 
I'm not saying this is what I would have done or, or what, but this is what happened. If this guy outperforms his, his uh, ability and we, and we steal a win, then we're going to look like the smartest people alive, but we're going to save our guys for tomorrow. That, that's what's happening. Let's try and look like the smartest people alive. Maybe, maybe they'll start Domingo Herman in an opener situation and piggyback <laughs> with Elise Severino tomorrow. You know, maybe that's why just for, just for two outs. Won't... Yeah, two outs. Maybe he's only going to pitch to Altuve. Domingo Herman's only going to pitch to Altuve leading off the game tomorrow. He'll throw him a first pitch strike, and Altuve will swing at it because that's what happens every single time Altuve is up there. But um, so, yeah. So maybe, why don't starting pitchers have to get three outs or face they three do. batters? They do. The starting pitcher does. Mm-hmm. Every pitcher. Are you sure about that? Even the starting pitcher, yeah. unless unless he, ow, my arm. Well, yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I want to talk about a couple of other things. So we can talk about the roster and then what they did with the lineup. And I want to get your thoughts on it. So they added Montes. Greg Weissert and Peraza. So Peraza's there. Obviously, Aaron Hicks is off. He's having yeah, Why not just throw Weissert today and really go in on this strategy? Yeah, right. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez is off. Hicks, obviously, off. And Lucas Licky off. So they swapped Lucas Licky and Greg Weissert, and they added, they added an extra bullpen guy by adding Montas, and they added Peraza. And they ended up starting IKF back at shortstop. So yeah. they deemed Oswaldo not they didn't want to they didn't want to start him at shortstop and they didn't start him in left because Stanton was in left field. Um they gave him an opportunity to get Carpenter at DH, which today is probably going to be the last time that happens because he's 0 for 6 with six strikeouts in the postseason. Um but they go back to IKF at short instead of going to Peraza. I'm not. I'm yep. not saying I agree or disagree with it. It's just, what do you think? I mean, it's fine. I, I I don't I don't know how you have a guy play shortstop, whether you like him or not. How you gotta have a guy play shortstop your entire season, 
and then and then have um and then just completely abandon that exact thing for the playoffs when you've done this the entire year for a guy that wasn't even on the ALDS roster um so it, it doesn't surprise me at all and i and i i don't i don't it doesn't mind surprise the me Cabrera wasn't Cabrera wasn't fucking Ozzy Smith at shortstop uh, when he was in there. Um, Peraza, you know, what is he like. there for? He bounced the ball. You know, I'm just saying. Why is Peraza on the roster? If he if he's, he's there for defense, I think he's there for defense at the end, and that's why he came in. He came in to pinch run and play. Can't Marwin and then do they that? slid over. Well, I think Peraza's a better shortstop than Marwin Gonzalez. Okay, but like. You're trying to tighten up the defense. We talked about this last time. The defense up the middle was a problem. You're adding adding Peraza to to play defense in the late innings. This is just a waste. This is a waste. It's a waste. Why? This is exactly... Actually, I'm pretty sure I predicted this exact situation with Carpenter DHing too. Why is this a waste of a situation? If you're trying to get stronger in defense... On in, at the shortstop position, why would you not add a better defender at shortstop? I don't understand. So why wasn't he? Why, there what's your the problem DS? with this? Why wasn't he there in the DS? I, I mean, I, I don't know. They're, but they're he, stuck. They, they, my, they my, identified. They identified that they're that they needed that during the DS. Did they not? My point did is, did they not look stuck. at what happened and say they're, they needed? They're stuck between two shortstop plans right now. And you're stuck between two shortstop plans and game going into game two. Of two the shortstop plans. You're you're talking crazy Three. right now. Cabrera played shortstop. Yeah, exactly. So what are you Three. even saying? So they're stuck between they're starting stuck IKF, between who they're, they're not confident IKF. in. Uh, not they're starting. I they starting IKF, who they benched two days ago, or in an elimination starting, in the most starting, important game of the season. Yeah, or they're starting Cabrera, who has important. serious questions at shortstop. Or they're starting a rookie who's played a handful of games in the major leagues. Those okay, are the three like shortstop options. It sounds like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Might as well get another one in there to understand who's better uh, defensively later so in a game. Who's starting Peraza, tomorrow, right? They flip in a coin. They pick a names out of a hat. What are they doing? But I, to say that Peraza is better defensively, the words out of Boone's mouth were, we see IKF as a top, top, top defender in baseball. Yeah, top no, five I mean, to seven defender in baseball. And if you Logan, haven't you understood now this long enough doing a podcast that you don't listen to what Aaron Boone says on a microphone? You, you don't listen to I anything he says that, into a microphone. It was so clearly not the like I can't so was so clearly three months ago not the best option, and they wouldn't do it. So so and you're you're saying then doing start Peraza at shortstop, which is or don't have him on your, the roster. Your voice. Yep. Start Who, start him at short or don't put him on the roster. Yeah, I don't care. So why you'd rather dead. Marwin Gonzalez on the roster? Like, what's the difference here? If it's yeah, if it's gonna be just an uh, just a defensive replacement, I would rather have Marwin Gonzalez, who can also play left field or right field. Yes, hundred percent. Who's a better shortstop? Peraza. But if you're which only, is a more important position? But if you're only doing it for defense in late innings, and would you even pinch if you're tied? Or so it's only if you have a lead in late innings. And I'd be shocked if he they also, even he can do also that. pinch run too. He I would also, also pinch run too. I was a good. He's a good base dealer. I would also be surprised if they actually Marwin do Gonzalez ain't put him in for defense. Either. So he's another pinch runner. So he's an infield uh, Tim LaCastro. It's just like, it's just yes, it's because non-committal. Because you're, you're, They're just non-committal. Non-committal. There's no committing at this point. You're 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 too down. You're doing the road. Yes, they're they're being non-committal, so they're shuffling. Like, I, I don't understand your problem with this one. I really don't. Because, it, it, yes, I want the defense tight late in games. I want the defense tight late in games. Is he going to go in for IKF? Question. 
if if you've got a one run lead tomorrow in the eighth inning, is he going in for IKF? I know, but there's so. a possibility that Josh Donaldson, who's been a fucking black hole at the plate, that doesn't doesn't get a who's a, a better a third baseman? Who's a better third but baseman? You're, you're Donaldson or IKF? Stop being stubborn for a second and listen to my point. You are look. You're, you're not having Josh Donaldson on the base path late in the game. So if he's on the base path or he's up at the plate, there's an opportunity for you to pinch hit. Then you need someone to go over there and play third base to play defense. Who else is playing defense besides Josh Donaldson at third base? IKF. He's the only one. So you better have a shortstop that is going to be able to play. You can't do it with Cabrera because you might need a left fielder, just like you said. So if Donaldson is the liability that we all think he is, you better have a, a solution for him late in games if he's not in the base path or not at the not at the plate, right? And IKF is the only one that goes over third. LeMahieu's not here. Marwin Gonzalez doesn't play third base. So you're get you have more optionality with that. You're not pinch you running do. Donaldson if you're leading. Why not? Because you want to keep him in for defense because he's your best third baseman. IKF is a gold glove third baseman. He's not better than Donaldson. He's a gold glove third baseman. And maybe Peraza goes in there and tightens up the whole left side. Maybe IKF and Peraza is better defense than Donaldson and, and uh, IKF. I don't know, but I, I, I'm pretty confident. And you're getting speed on the base. It's not better defensive third baseman than Donaldson. Donaldson's been one of the top defensive third basemen in baseball this year. That's fine. Was Josh Donaldson playing when IKF won also, the third base? Also, uh, IKF, IKF won the gold glove, which is the biggest bullshit award in baseball, in the biggest bullshit season of all time in 2020. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't right. count. <laughs> so now he's got a COVID. He's got, a, he's, he's got a late. He's got a latex glove. Yeah, is what he's, he got he's, got a, he's got a dusty Baker. He's got a dusty latex Baker. glove. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I'm gonna really lose my mind if I watch them swing and miss at 500 curveballs all like for the next week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking tear my eyes out. Does it hurt? Does Those curveballs to to, uh, to Carpenter, man. It's just like there was seven, no, there was seven no in a row. It was seven curveballs in a row. You no want chance. his quote, and he had a quote on it after the game. He said, "Quote unquote." I was sitting fastball. The way he pitched tonight, I could have been playing the last two months, and it still would have been a tough day. So, well, I, I believe him. Well, I do too. <laughs> I believe. I believe him. And and that curveball did look nasty. He's not lying. It did look nasty. Did I ever, ever told you that I saw Justin Verlander do a two story beer bong in college? Have you ever told story you, before? You say because yeah, he has told this story <laughs> six dozen times. We are on episode seven hundred and ten. I would venture to guess you have brought this up on roughly forty five to fifty podcasts that we've done. I've got another good story. I don't know if I've told that my that my buddy texted me uh, today about. So we saw Justin Verlander on campus one day and my buddy who I call, we call nuts. His name is Mark. Uh, he was like, hey, he was in a classroom. He's like, yo, yo, I was in a classroom. Watch this. He's, it was the a couple of days before um, the draft, I think. And it was, I guess, San Diego or Detroit were the first two spots at that point. He goes, hey, Verlander, Detroit or San Diego? He goes, Detroit, Mike. <laughs> Kid's name is Mark. Okay. It was hilarious. He didn't call him nuts. No, he could, no, he, he barely knew them. The kid was definitely acting like he knew who he was. Had no idea who he was. But yeah, took that two-story beer bong like a champ. Had the drop of that uh, twelve. No, he was almost ball. the Yankee. Mm-hmm. 
They, 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 they didn't, million million they, they didn't right. want to pay him because he, they thought he was done. He's only won one Cy Young since then. $30 million. And then going to win in a second Cy Young. Since then. Yeah, it would have been nice. Imagine the series. He's got a rubber arm, man. Oh. He's, got a, he's got a new rubber arm now. Um, Stanton in left field made a nice play after misplaying. Not misplaying. It was a tough play in the first It was game. a tough play. I'm not sure he makes that play if he's been out there for... But it just highlights how much they miss Benintendi's glove in left field. Like this left field has been such a train wreck all postseason. And Benintendi. What about Benintendi striking out 17 times and missing Benintendi's bat, too? Yeah. Yeah. Missing his contact. Yeah. I mean, people were crushing. I saw people crushing Cashman. That's a different dynamic. I saw people after Montes gave up the home run. I saw people crushing Cashman again for the trade deadline. It's like obviously the Montes thing. I think is definitely a second guess because he was injured when you acquired him. Bader has been yeah. tremendous, like four home runs in the postseason. Like, yeah, that, I was going to say, like, couldn't have worked a genius, out. Any then he's an idiot. He's a genius. You're a genius. And it's just, I really do think it's bad luck with Benintendi because I know he wasn't playing great when he went down, but you had to assume he would have started to hit better. And he did I mean, start to hit better. That yeah, is, it's, it's, good. it's a different series in, uh, in, if he's playing left field in the Cleveland series, you win that series potentially in four games because you don't, you don't have the debacle in game two in left field. And it's like, man, to have his glove, the, the, the and I know it would mean Stanton is always DHing, but again, like you've, that's you fine. Have such an elite defensive okay. outfield with Ben and Bader and judge judge yeah. makes the amazing play in the first inning. I mean, that outfield would just be potentially the best defensive outfield in baseball. If you had that right now. Um, yeah, overshadowed that. Thank you for bringing that up. Forgot about it. I don't know how you could forget about that. Could I mean, again, that's another reason why Tyon, you don't keep riding with him. He's, he's a, he's a judge dive away from being pulled in the first inning. Yeah. Well, that would have made you feel better at least right for, for the, the way that the, the outcome of the game, if, if that, if that happened, hell of a catch. I mean, unbelievable catch, unbelievable catch, fully outstretched six, eight. When that ball was hit, I'm like, that's a gapper, no doubt. No doubt about inch. it. And then you just added an inch. Six, seven, six, eight, six, eight. Yeah, six, eight. I'm giving him six, eight. He, uh, so much make him six. Nine. I heard, he's I heard gonna be two, seven, eight. He's, he's not gonna two, be eight. seven, two. He's going to be six. He's going to be seven, two by the end of the series. I don't know. What is he? 320 what is he? pounds. What is he lifted? They, they, Costas, I think, had him at 270. 280. 282, like, he's listed as 672, on baseball reference. 282. Nah, he's so maybe. It's muscle. Stan's like 15 to... pounds lighter than him. Though. Muscles heavier. Muscles heavy. Yeah, muscles heavier than fat. Yeah. Judge, Judge, he's got, he's, and 6'6, 245. He's, he's got, let me, Judge has thick thighs, thick ass. Wait, you say Stan's 6'6, 245? Yeah, he's 35 pounds lighter, oh. according to baseball. Than no. Judge. no, 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 no. Stan's lean though. Stan's a little leaner than oh, Judge. Little, lean. yes, he is, but not forty pounds. Yeah, I don't think he's forty pounds leaner. I mean, those weights are all bullshit. Uh, David Ortiz was listed as like two fifteen for a while. It's probably because he came up at two fifteen and he wouldn't. Nobody changed it. So Stan's probably been listed at two forty five for seven years. I guess David Ortiz is um, two thirty. It's really yeah. You can't really go back and check weights per year. They don't. They don't. <laughs> Keep track of that, dude. Pablo Sandoval would have been the best, just like going up and down, <laughs> up and down. All right. Well, but yeah, um, 
pretty. I mean, it just shows how. That so guy I, is. I, I mean, obviously, I'm pissed about today's game again because I think it was a winnable game. But I by no means think this means the series over. Um, I, it, it, again, you you win game two and all bets are off. You control the series from there. But even if you don't win game two, you can still tie this. I'm so confident they can tie the series with Cole and Nestor going in, in three four. It obviously becomes like very detrimental or you know very difficult to do but um it's just this was a winnable game and anytime you got a winnable game in the postseason it's it just sucks to lose and it's it was a winnable game to, uh, up until this yeah uh, you know halfway through the game so a lot of, uh, a lot can happen but i hear you i hear you they they were they were smack in the middle of a game with that justin verlander was pitching when he was out of the game when you had your uh, fourth starter going, coming off no rest uh, for the team. Like it, it, it was house money. You had you had the chance, yeah. Um, and it's just, I mean, the Astros have dominated the Yankees this year. The Yankees, the only two games that they've won this year were comeback wins. So they've never led against the Astros in, in and a one nothing lead today. And no, but but today. they immediately allowed the tie. So they, 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 the Astros took an at bat behind in today's game for the yeah. first time this season. Okay, fine. Do you want to talk about the pitching crew tomorrow? That's the okay, second. That's yeah. you'd like. Yeah. yeah why, why is Frankie? Why is Montas on this roster? So uh, that's stupid. a good question. So they, must, they must. They must. They must see a lane for him. That's what Michael K said, and I'm going to go with it. So Framber, uh, he started one game against the Yankees this year. Uh, that was the one at Yankee Stadium, the Aaron Hicks walk off. He gave up the three run home run to stand in the first, but he went six innings, two hits. Three runs, three walks, seven strikeouts. Um, Severino had two starts against Houston this year. Very, very similar. Uh, one at home, six innings, five hits, three runs. Uh, one on the road exactly one week later. That was how, do you remember when they went to Houston? It was like the week later for that one game. Uh, six innings, three hits, two runs, two walks, four strikeouts. Uh, they lost both of those games, one four to one four to two, one four to three. Um, and Keep an eye out because Stanton is four for eight with a double and a homer off of Framber. Everybody else that's faced him, not very good. Look for Higgy to get the start tomorrow. Trevino's over and ten, and they've who been did Sever- did Higgy catch Severino last yep. outing? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So expect that. I also want to see Bader moved up in the lineup. I, I think they would put him at number five, but I would actually be okay putting him lead off and putting Glaber five. Someone asked on, me on Twitter, and I'll I'll ask you again. Uh, sorry for not remembering who asked me, but um, did they have the balls to do exactly what you're talking about tomorrow and put Peraza at short, IKF at third base, and bench uh, Donaldson? I don't think they have the balls to do it. Nope. I think IKF rides the bench if Peraza starts at short. But I I think you've got to move Donaldson down in the lineup. I mean, he 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 absolutely crushed you. That at bat with second and third and one out and just a pathetic strikeout, absolutely crushed you. So why do you want him still there? I mean, look, you're saying that Donaldson I'm not saying is a I want him than, there. Well, hold on, you're saying Donaldson's a better glove than IKF. Like I'm I'm not going to dispute that right now because IKF just hasn't shown anything, but he did win a gold glove at third base. He's, that's probably his better position. It is his better position. Uh, understand that he hasn't had the reps there as much. So, but you're you're not losing that much defensively with with him at third base. Why not try to, or maybe it's Aparazzo or Cabrera, one of the two, playing short, and try to add a guy in there that can you know 
make more contact, to, to, to make something happen on the base paths, you know, add a little bit more speed to the lineup. Does I'm it? Not it's, not, to it. it's not crazy. It's not. I'm not opposed to it. I just don't think they'll do it. And I also think that Donaldson to IKF, that's a wash offensively, but you're downgrading defensively. They're both automatic outs, and you're well, losing a little bit today. They're both automatic outs, and you're losing a little <laughs> bit defensive, defensively. Do you guys think they keep Carpenter in the lineup against the lefty tomorrow? No, no. Carpenter's not starting. Not against the lefty. This was Carpenter's last start. He's 0 so for 6 with 6 strikeouts. 6 at-bats, we're going to judge him at 6 at-bats. He, he didn't yep. have a no, live I'm at-bats. I'm not judging him. Lying. Yeah, in fact, exactly. I, I, would, I would feel a hell of a lot more confident with him now because he's gotten 6 at-bats. Under 100%. Belt. That's what he said today. He said, it. Yeah. I was terrible, but if, if you try and take a positive out of it, I saw a lot of pitches. Yes. He did. Yeah. He did see a lot. He worked the count. He always and has a that's a good thing. Well, yeah, I mean, Stanton's thing. not going to swing is so looping up and down. It just makes it look worse when he swings and misses at that 12-6. It's like a, a full circle of like the ball and his swing. Stanton's not going to start doesn't look at good. Yankee Stadium in the outfield. So, mm-hmm. well, that's why yeah. you want to do it tomorrow one more time. Or you'd, you'd, yeah, I would, start Stanton, I, would, I would start Stanton again. I guess if you're starting Stanton again in the outfield, then... then then Carpenter. You're going your, Carpenter against the lefties. Against a lefty. He's he's your best DH option unless you want to then you do Cabrera and left and Stanton DH. Mm-hmm. Uh Logan, do you can you look something up fast? The mm-hmm. what, what was Carpenter early in the year against lefties? Yeah, he was fucking mashing everyone. I mean, he was yeah. mashing everyone, so that's probably gonna be skewed. I mean, <laughs> I could look at his regular season splits because he, he had like a 700 slugging against everyone. He was better against lefties, actually. Yeah, like, uh, he hit in 20 games, uh, 33 at bats. He only had 33 at bats against lefties, though. 333, 429, 849 slug, 1.27. 49 slug. Yeah, I mean, you're the The numbers, the numbers were silly early in the year. He had a hundred. He he played for. He had basically 120 at bats that he was. That's all it was. It was 120 at bats. They were glorious. 47 games. All right. <clears throat> hey, not the end of the world. We got Severino on the bump, fully loaded bullpen. Eric Cole on Saturday. Just get it back. Eric Cole on Saturday. Just, just yeah. win tomorrow. Win tomorrow. You, this is this is a totally different mood. You you get five innings out of Severino and you empty the bullpen to win tomorrow. That's what you do. That's 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 the lane, as the Yankees Listen, like to say. The the whole lane thing is is fucking annoying me. Oh, it's honest. getting to you. Is it <laughs> getting, getting to you? you. It's, it's exactly to how you. Annoying. Annoying. No, I'm so sorry. It's, a, it's annoying. <laughs> it's so predictable, and it's so. If I could figure and, it out, and Logan, you keep saying it too. You you keep you keep saying it. Oh, and I'm right, like though, Joe, Joe but Girardi, I'm right, like Joe Girardi, like Aaron Boone. I know, I I know you're you're just repeating what they're saying. <laughs> no, but I'm not even repeating what they're saying. I'm like, oh, Wandy's going to come in and face these three batteries for the fifth day in a row. Obviously. Yes, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> they love their lanes. They love their lanes. <laughs> All right. That's why we'll we'll won't. We will. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who's uh, watching these live streams on YouTube and Twitter. We definitely appreciate it. Hopefully, they're a little bit of therapy session after tough Yankees losses or a little bit of celebratory. Uh, after some Yankees wins. Hopefully we get a win after game two. We'll talk to you then. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Bronx Pinstripe Show. Make sure you find us on iTunes and subscribe so you can get all new episodes directly onto your phone. If you do like the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. It really helps us out and allows us to create more shows. 
We're on Twitter at Bronx Pinstripes and the same on Facebook. You can always find us there talking Yankee baseball. Thanks again, guys, for your support. Really appreciate it. And go Yankees.